Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Mia. I watched the first half of The Devil Wears Prada. I watched the second half of The Devil Wears Prada. And I've watched all of The Devil Wears Prada. And this is is The the Other other half. Half. Mia, thank you for being on this episode of uh, The Other Half. Of course, I'm happy to be here. We needed to get as far away from that, like, hyper-testosterone-filled movies as possible. (laughs) And so we were like, we should probably, like, watch a movie that's, you know, primarily female-driven cast, you know, a movie that uh, is usually considered, like, a chick flick. And, of course, we needed Mia to be on the podcast. We haven't had you on in a very long time. Of course. And I told you, like, we need to have you on. We should watch The Dover's Prada. And you were very excited about it. I was. So I texted, texted you in all caps. You did. You texted me <laughs> in all caps quite a bit afterwards, yeah. too. Uh, pretty stoked. So you like the Devil Wars Prada, I'm I assuming. Do. You really yes, like it. I do. When's the last time you saw it, not including watching it for this podcast? Um, I don't remember, but I know Ooh. that it was probably around the time that it came out. Oh, not really? in not oh, wow. in theaters. I never saw it in theaters, oh, but okay. probably the time it came out, like on DVD, because it was it's more than ten years old. So yeah, we were still doing very DVDs. Oh, well, it feels old. Yeah. It's not that old. <laughs> like they have like modern Macs that look almost, I mean, not modern Macs, but they're yeah. Macs that like run like oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. operating but system. But when you say anything's 10 years old, it feels old. It feels it does very, feel old. very old. It's a decade. It's a whole decade yeah. right there. Well, 11 years actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you haven't seen it in about 11 years or so. About, yeah. I mean, I've probably like caught bits and pieces of it here and there, but. So what, what made you want to watch it when it first came out? Was it just because Meryl Streep was in it and she's amazing? <laughs> well, I love Meryl Streep. But she's a little overrated. Yeah, I feel like I'm all, whatever. Whatever. It's a quarter president. He's a little, she's a little overrated. And then boot you out of your own podcast. <laughs> Finally, someone will do it. <laughs> Finally. Anyway, oh, uh, yeah. So, why'd you see it? Um, I think I just liked the concept of it. Uh-huh. Um, I like Anne Hathaway, even though a lot of people hate her for some reason. You still, you still like her as well. I do, yeah. yeah. There was a weird thing going around where people were like really hating on yeah, her. Like right after Le, Le Miserable or something. I don't know. There was a whole Le like Miz. group online called the Hatha Haters. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like that, it was like an online community. Really? They just like spent time hating on her. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's weird. weird. That's yeah. weird having a community just dedicated <laughs> to, to hating to somebody. On yeah. Liberals. Yeah. <laughs> it's super weird. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing is like I'd heard so much about this movie. So I was very excited to watch it. Just to see what it's about, see how Hathaway is, see how uh, Meryl Streep is. Ethan, why don't you tell me a little about this movie? Well, I am foaming at the mouth to understand okay. certain things. About oh, this really? Because let me tell so. you, you thought you wanted to break from Fast and Furious. Yes. Well, there's still a lot of speed in this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's fast. This movie goes fast. Really? Yeah. Everyone has a lot of stress, a lot of stress going on. It's, a high, it's a high pace high uh, tension. job. Yeah. Funny thing about that, actually, I was oh, yeah. watching it with Andy this yes, last time around. Yes, he's been that. on the podcast. He has friend of the show, friend of the show, <laughs> <laughs> friend of our hearts. <laughs> he was on the headway. Yes, uh, angry. He was great. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah, he's all right. I liked him. Wait, no. What? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember him being on that one. He was on like the. Oh, David- he definitely was on really? Hedwig. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Right? Yeah, he was the one that suggested watching Obviously, it. I'm not paying attention to what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't follow your boyfriend in the media yeah. light? Just <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he's so much different, personally. It's, it's deeper than that. <laughs> Listening to him on the podcast, he's just a different person. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, yeah. No, he was watching it with me, and he's like, this movie is just making me anxious. Like, really? just watching it is giving me anxiety. And I was like, yeah. Well, did you feel the same way that. when you first saw it? 
I don't remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe. I remember a lot of people saying, like, it is a very stressful movie to watch. But I think that that's important that it did that because, that's I mean, clearly point. her job yeah. is super stressful, stressful and yeah. crazy. I'll say taking probably, notes was also yeah. very stressful. <laughs> yeah. There's so much going there's on. There's so much yeah. going on. I was For like, sure. at some point, it doesn't matter because yeah, the point quick. is there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. All right. So let's start with this movie. Mm-hmm. So we start off with Anne, Anna Hathaway. Okay. Brushing her teeth, getting ready. And okay. there's a montage of everyone else getting ready. Other people are doing like. Who are the other people? I don't know. Just girls, I guess. Just I don't actually know. They're not yeah, actually. They're, they're, they're just, just random, random people. people. They're just basically showing like. Interesting. The typical like fashion industry working woman. Okay. And okay. what they like. And how their get up routine is compared yeah. to Anne Hathaway. Who's just like, I eat a bagel on the way to work <laughs> right. and I take the subway. This yeah. Is, this is pre like this is like. The first half of the Princess Diaries, and then the rest of the movie is after the Princess Diaries, but she's all like good looking. For sure. That's pretty much what it is. But somewhere in there, she becomes a princess. <laughs> yeah, that must have fell in between the middle. Yeah. I didn't yeah. see. Um, so, yeah, so everyone's getting ready, blah, blah, blah. She goes to New York. It's got a fun intro. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. She, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so she goes in, and it's apparent, it's apparent she's going for a job interview. Okay. Because she kisses her boyfriend. He's like, good luck. And <laughs> let uh, me, let me, real quick, what do you think about her boyfriend? Nate, his name is Nate. What do you think? He about seems, him? at least in my half, he seems okay. He seems like he's getting a little perturbed by the end, but mm-hmm. but do you feel like they have any actual like chemistry together or anything? I thought so. Mia, I opened the floor to you as well. Like there's there are moments. Okay, yeah, okay. There are moments. they seem like they do. Okay, but it also I think they they wanted to like put in that element of comfort. Like oh, they've absolutely. been together a while. Absolutely, so it's not like. They're not all it's over not like they're all over each other yeah. or anything. Yeah. Okay. okay. There are at certain points though, and I actually did kind yeah. of appreciate that. It was nice like, they were all over each other. You appreciated that part. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know he's a cook. Yeah. 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 Which is another stressful job. It's a very stressful job. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Anyway. Okay. So she's getting. She's an interview for a second assistant for someone named Miranda. She has no idea who this person is. Miranda. Miranda. Ooh, I wonder who it could yeah, be. Yeah, I wonder who it could be. Mm. Um, and she's introduced to the main assistant, who actually I forgot her name. I didn't write her down. Uh, it's Emily, Emily. Blunt. Yeah, she, yes. she plays her, a character named Emily. Emily. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because she's not a very good actress. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Emily Blunt's an amazing actress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, her character's name's Emily. It was very easy for me to remember her. <laughs> oh, that doesn't make sense. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, Emily then. She meets Emily, who is the actual main assistant of Miranda. Of Miranda. And mm-hmm. she's trying to hire a second assistant because she's fired the last two that she's picked. Okay. Um, you know, because they're incompetent. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So <clears throat> they don't work hard enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they just, you know, don't live up to her high standards. I see, I see, I see. So you kind of get a taste of the high standards she wants as soon as someone calls and Emily says, oh, no, the boss is coming in. So everyone panics, basically. Mm-hmm. They start, like, putting on different clothes. They're putting on different shoes. They're different cleaning clothes? up the office. Yeah. Oh. Like, they are getting, they're suiting up. Okay. They're getting ready for, for the job. Yeah, because <laughs> when she comes in, she's going to have that. Uh, high standards. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, you know, an editor chief of Runway Magazine. Is Runway Run- Magazine, a real yeah. magazine. It's a real um, magazine. No, it's not. Oh. Okay. It's fictitious. It's basically what supposed it? to be like this universe's Vogue. That's oh, what I thought. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Makes sense. Interesting. Good. Um, but yeah, so she is the editor in chief, and that's who she's interviewing or being interviewed for. Um, okay. so one thing that's interesting is that Emily says like. This is a fashion industry section. You have to be interested in fashion. She says, and Hathaway goes, what do you mean? I think I'm, in, I'm, what makes you think I'm not interested in fashion? Yeah. And then she just looks up and down and is like, okay. <laughs> well, what is she wearing? 
I mean, clothes. <laughs> They're not high fashion. They're I just clearly like, asked the wrong person here. <laughs> Mia, what was she wearing? That was so horrible. She's wearing um, like a blue cable knit sweater with, with like a collared shirt underneath and a plaid like long-ish skirt. D- yeah, disgusting. the skirt was probably the worst part. Yeah. Everything else was like okay. but wasn't a great combination. Okay, all right. And uh, I saw like a clip of her from the beginning of the movie. I think your hair is all messed up too. Is that like yeah, the whole thing? Yeah. yeah. She just doesn't like hold the same standards yeah, that they, everyone else is at. They very much show like mm-hmm. her in contrast to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 um, right, right. And I think they did a very like they over dramatized it. Oh clearly. sure, sure, sure. Um, but I think they they did a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Stanley Tucci comes in. Yes, the Tucci man. Tucci. Love him in this movie. He's playing another gay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. He's always playing a gay character. Usually, <laughs> very. That's what I'm saying. He no, does. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm actually, saying no. I like him a lot in this. He's a great movie. character. Actor. Yeah, I love him every um, time he shows up. So let's see. Everyone's panicking. Yeah. Stanley Tucci shows up and he's like, who's this lady? And Emily Blunt's like, get out of here. It doesn't matter. She's no one. And uh, because she says that HR is playing a joke and they hired someone with like no qualifications, no qualifications being. Are they really looks. doing that? I don't know. That's oh, true. Okay. They never go into that. <laughs> um, is he basically is he basically playing the same character as he did in uh, Burlesque? Kinda, mm. yeah, mm. maybe, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. So let's see. Miranda's at this point walking up. She gets up to the thing and appears and lists off a ton of stuff to her assistant. Okay. And this is also Meryl Streep, by the way. Oh wait, what? Yeah, Meryl, Meryl Streep's Street. in the movie. Yeah. Cool. I know. I didn't want to like put a big show on for her entrance because she is overrated. So she's a little overrated. A little overrated. <laughs> she's um, won no awards of note, none <laughs> or merit at all. <laughs> So she lists off a ton of things that she wants. <clears throat> Strange things, including um, wanting better looking female paratroopers for a shoot, which I thought was interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, and asked for like dinner with her husband, dinner with her ex, or not dinner with her ex-husband, a parent teacher conference with her ex-husband, like a bunch of just things. This is all happens in like five seconds. So right, right. She does that. Very demanding. She does that a lot, all the time, always. So it get exhausting to list that all the time. So that was the point where I was like, I'm just not going to list all these because basically she just dumps a bunch of stuff on someone right and right, right. And expects it, them to it stresses do it. you out because you're like oh how can you do all that yeah man <clears throat> anyway anyway so um she notices Anne Hathaway while sitting in her office mm-hmm. and she says who is this and Emily <laughs> Blunt's like uh it's no one she's she said to apply for her assistant position but you know what I'm not gonna do anything with her I was gonna pre-interview her and she's like well obviously you can't pre-interview her because the last two people who sent are terrible so I'm uh, just gonna interview her okay so they interviewed her and uh, she says, like, you have no sense of style. I've ne- you never even heard of me. You know, there's millions of girls who would kill for your my the job you're interviewing for. Yes. And she's like, OK, well, you know, I was the EIC of my college newspaper. I uh, so you can relate of, like, to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I relate to like the fact that you're like, oh, I'm going to take this job that's not writing. But I guess I'll just be close to it, I guess. You'll be close to writing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she sounds like she has some like real journalism like chops, like wants to actually do real journalism, and she just kinda like fell into this industry just because she can do it, I guess. And why is she interviewing for this? Because she wants a job to pay rent. Oh, okay. She basically says in that scene, it's either this or like some automotive magazine. Yeah, some magazine. automotive magazine. Oh man, who would ever work in an automotive yeah, magazine? Yeah, those, those people probably <laughs> feel really sad about themselves. <laughs> we are knowingly making fun of a, a friend who's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, so yeah, so the interviewed her and she's like, Why mm-hmm. would I be interested in you? And she's like, Oh, okay. And she leaves. Okay. And then she gets almost out the door of the building and Ellen Blunt comes back and is like, Hey, come back here. 
Whoa, you're hired. Very gruff voice for Emily Blunt. <laughs> okay, you're, you're missing a, a slightly crucial part. Okay, I was wondering why Emily Blunt would say that. Yeah, yeah. Me. So basically, what happens before she kind of gets dismissed? Mm-hmm. Oh is, yes, she does. Do um, right. She because she had like basically Miranda had kind of like vetted her really quickly okay. and been like, "This is the the um what the position is like. You don't know who I am. You don't know what runway is. You don't read it. You clearly don't care about this, mm-hmm. right?" And then this is just a job deal. Yeah. yeah. So then she kind of dismisses her. And then Andy just turns around after a second of like kind of collecting herself. And she was just like, listen, you know, I may not be perfect for this job. I may not have a sense of fashion. I may not fit in here, but I'm really smart. I'm a hard worker. And, you know, I'll, you know, I'll do the best that I can in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that's when she said, like, it's either this or that auto magazine. Oh, I see. I, see. I think it's yeah. auto universe. I think is the name of it. Auto universe. But, yeah. I read that magazine. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it's real. It's a weird mix between auto like work and like space. science and space. It's yeah. really interesting. <laughs> it's just spacecrafts. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic spacecrafts. It's just long pictures of space. It's just pull out pictures. <laughs> yeah, put up this rocket. Check it out. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Okay, I, that is a very crucial part. The reason so I, she's a I almost worker. forgot to uh, the reason I forgot to put it in my notes because it does actually come back around later. But um, is because Stanley Tucci just comes in and interrupts her in the middle of it yeah. and just like Miranda pays like no attention. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stanley Tucci, no, t- no attention to the speech. Oh, basically, it almost has like no. That's really yeah, like she gets the, the very beginning of it uh-huh. and then he kind of just walks in. And she just completely disregards. I like it. that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um. So yes. Hang, cut back to her hanging out with some friends. One of them is the guy from Mad Men. Yes, it is. Yep. It's the guy mm-hmm. with the lips from yep. Mad Men. The, the lips. Okay, yeah. That's all. I, that's all I can say about him. Yeah, he's got lips. He does have lips, the, and he's the TV, TV guy. guy. He's like yeah. sex obsessed in this. A I little think bit. he's. He has like gay tendencies yeah, but right? it's never confirmed it's never confirmed like or denied yeah don't ask don't tell he's presented <laughs> as like a stereotypical like closeted gay character yeah 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 he's like. a little he's interesting yeah i, I feel like they were gonna I thought go- he was with the one lady that's what i assume the one lady the, the, um lily yeah other friend yeah oh yeah yeah no she's with another guy oh okay black guy i think I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think they show any guy attached to her. At any point I remember the there's movie. one scene She's later in the this. movie. I bet his boyfriend's really nice. <laughs> He's a really nice guy. But okay. never gets invited to hang out. <laughs> so, so they're hanging out together. Mm-hmm. So they hang out together. And? And I'm like, oh yeah, so, and, um, <laughs> tell me what happens when they hang out. <laughs> what happens in the movie yeah. that we're talking about. So they're hanging out and they're all saying like, man, this job is like, to jobs that pay rent, like we don't really care about these jobs. Like right. it's in the fashion industry, and you're like, "What do you know about fashion?" It's just like, "Oh, not much." Um, and yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, how old do you think these people are supposed to be? They're supposed to be like out of college, like kind of like, like our mid age to late twenties. Yeah, yeah. I okay. would think I would say like early to mid twenties because it seems like this is like her first job out of college. That's what it looks like too. Yeah. Even though, does she look like she's no. okay? Good. I'm glad we're all in agreement there. I'm like, no, she looks much older. She not much older, but she looks like older than 30. I do now. Yeah, like yeah. So I just I don't know. I figured they all just graduated a little late. I don't know. Yeah, they were all back. <laughs> they were all getting law degrees that they're doing nothing with. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
<clears throat> so um, she goes back to work and actually she doesn't go back to work. She wakes up to a phone call. That's yeah. So uh, what work? She didn't get. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said she got the job. Oh, did you yeah. get the job? Yeah, she that's, got the, that's like, why Emily Blunt oh, called her back okay, in. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. Okay, it's yeah. it's implied. It's okay. implied. They don't actually say anything. Does she fill? Do we see a scene of her like filling out a W two? How do I fill this out properly? Am I going to actually done it? That would be enticing. That would be the real. They realist. really should have added that. <laughs> so when are my benefits going to kick in? Like how many vacation days I get? Uh, well, like a goofy guitar plays under it, like the rest of the movie does. <laughs> her trying to fill out her W two for the first and everyone's time. Everyone's just stressed out. Like yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't am I going to get taken by the IRS? She calls her parents. Mom, Dad, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Mom, do you claim me as a dependent yeah. still? <laughs> oh. Okay, so that scene happens. And so then, that scene happens, and then she goes right to bed, wakes up to a phone call from uh-oh. Emily Blunt, who's like, she's getting in early. You got to get her here and get coffee and all this stuff. Immediately you're stressed out because she's like, I do stuff, and she didn't even like know what to do. Yeah. So she picks up a, a special order of coffee uh-huh. and makes her way to the door, but she's late. And gets, you know, insulted for that, but they don't really do much about that besides insult What did she her. say that's so insulting to her? I don't know. Where is she? Did she die on her first oh, day or something yeah. like that? So Uh-oh. Miranda comes out and she was like, why isn't my coffee here? Has she died or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like zero. She's like so catty, man. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So she's uh-huh. there, eventually makes it. Um, the, then Emily Blunt's like, listen. If you don't do well, my head is on the chopping block. And I didn't understand, like, I kind of understood later, but even then I didn't understand really why she says that because Miranda's the one who hired, who hired her. her. Yeah. yeah, but it's, I think because, well, first of all, Miranda would not take blame for anything. No, like, absolutely she's, not. she's, that's a good point. She's at the top of the pyramid and like nothing is her fault. Right, exactly. Um, but also because Emily's. Kind of her job was to find the assistant for her, I see, and sure. she had failed like a few times before because those people to be hadn't fair, worked out. Why would she get her as an assistant? Like, was there no pre-screening of like, hey, do you know anything about the fashion industry? Do you know anything about Miranda? I mean, like, she had apparently she had a really good resume. Oh, yeah. like she okay. won a lot yeah. of so awards. I think HR college. was just impressed with her resume. I see, but not any actual yeah. like knowledge of. The, yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. All right. Um. So anyway. Like, wouldn't she be overqualified for this, is what I'm saying? <laughs> well, mean, not if she's fresh out of college. Yeah, not yeah but if she's got a great resume for, like, writing and stuff, you're going to get her for, like, a people, person that's going to get, like, yeah. Well, it's a magazine, so. I guess so, that's a good point. Graduating college and trying to get a job. Not very easy, turns out. That's a good point. Even today. Even, <laughs> some, even this very day. Ten years later. <laughs> yeah, somehow it's still hard. You got may it. have to work at a job you don't like for a while. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, so Emily lays out the uh, stuff like, hey, you got to sit down. You got to get coffee. You're chained to this desk. Okay. And... Here's the book I'm responsible for. You'll get to do this at some point. Maybe if she doesn't decide you're a psychopath. The book is the magazine preview. I believe that's what the book is. Yeah, it's every single thing that goes into the magazine, like, laid out. Yes. Um, so it's kind of like, it's like a pre... Um, like a pre-mock-up. Proof, proof, yeah. yeah, kind of. So she's responsible for that. So this is set up early, and it becomes a thing later. Ooh. I bet you. Can't wait to hear what happens. Stanley Tucci appears and is like, hey, where are these shoes? Just gives her straight up shoes. She's like, straight up shoes. Straight up shoes. They're These are straight st- up shoes. They're not bent. They're not curvy. They're straight up. They're high top straight up shoes. You might call them elevator shoes, but we call them straight up shoes. So, okay. uh, so she gets the straight up shoes, and she's like, "Why would I wear these? I'm just they're so she straight up. Me. It's fine. Yeah." And so she walks over to uh, Miranda at some point and calls her, and she just looks her up and down and is like, mm. 
doesn't say anything. But There's you, a long shot of her yeah. shoes. Uh-huh. One thing that's kind of interesting about uh, Miranda Hel- Helen Mirren's character. Helen Mirren? <laughs> Meryl Streep? God what? dang it. What Helen Mirren on? was actually considered for that. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. She does look Meryl a lot like Helen Mirren, like with the she white does. hair. Well, she mimicked her hair for the role. I see, I see. I, I kind of want to like Helen Mirren. This would have been interesting. I liked, I like Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep was great, but that was one thing I actually really liked about her is her facial expressions. You could tell, like, she did a lot of her acting through facial expressions. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was perfect. Because her vocal acting is so reserved. In it's very part. reserved, yeah, which is exactly. perfect character building. Yeah, it's like, typical for those types of characters. Right, right, right. And for those the, types of figures in that position. Too, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where they just express everything through faces. And you're Have like, you guys ever oh. met a person like her before? Kind of. Yeah, I've had teachers like her. I've had bosses like her. Oh, that's so stressful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, to that level? or Well, they're... Where they're not necessarily mean, but it's like there's something about them that's super intimidating. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's just like they have this, like, air about them that you're like, like, this freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah, where they, like, send an email and just are like, this email is like a sentence short. You're like, what does that mean? Yeah. Or they they put everything in the subject line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's that's great. Um, (laughs) So uh, So it could relate to Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I've had bosses like that, too. Yeah. So it's a very relatable character. Like everyone's probably had some sort of boss. Probably not to this extent, but you no, know, no, this is definitely exaggerated. To, to something where you want to do good, but it's hard to impress someone. Mm-hmm. So let's get moving here. Um, <laughs> nice, nice walking animate and walking that works. That works on an audio podcast. Hey, you could have just not said anything. <laughs> I know, but it was very distracting. <laughs> I was sitting down, swinging my arms back and forth as if I was running really quickly. Yes. <laughs> So Anne Hathaway is like, hey, you got to put on the shoes immediately. And then she immediately has to go to Calvin Klein to get 50 skirts. Mm-hmm. She has no idea. 50 skirts. Yep. No idea. Any other information about it. Just How is she going to gonna transport all those skirts in bags? They must be small. Must be mini skirts. Ha- skirt? Like, it's heavy, I bet. That's a good well, point. 50 of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's very a good point. heavy. And she just goes and gets them too. Yeah, like, she like does she bring anything? To, no, like, she just gets bags. What I notice, and which is kind of nice, is that she has a driver that takes her to all these. Places. Yeah, she does have a driver. That's true. Which I'm like, that's, that's, that's fancy. Nice. That, that is, is very nice. Fancy. That helps a lot. He could probably help. He could lift. Mm-hmm. So at this point, like it's just a montage of her being overwhelmed, uh-huh. and it's basically becoming impossible to get to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she goes to lunch, and everyone is there is basically not eating. So like Stanley Tucci is like, well, you, you're eating. Um, Corn chowder, you know, it's like made of glutamites, like all this stuff. And it's like, she's like, everyone here is like really obsessed with their weight, aren't they? And he's like, yeah, no one really eats here, basically. <laughs> Weird. And because, you know, I know Emily Blunt isn't eating. Yeah. She's trying to get skinny. Yeah. And she's like, she's huge. She's totally. so huge. Exactly. That's the thing is they kept calling Anne Hathaway fat. And I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's like, I'm size six. And he's like, whoa, that's like size 14. Cause, in the know, fashion industry, in the yeah. fashion yeah, industry, like, yeah. it's massive, I guess. I don't know. Wow, um, fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they get interrupted in the middle of their lunch, and before she even can buy anything, <laughs> and she has to go do a pre. What are these called? Preview. Yeah. So it's basically when designers are bringing in all of the clothes that are going to be featured in the next issue. Mm-hmm. And Miranda just picks everything that she wants. I see. I see. So okay. they're, I guess, previewing like the new collections. Yes. I see. Okay. Yes. And so she's going through and, and Athley's sitting there quietly. She's basically drilling these, I don't know, producers, I guess. I don't know who they are. Writers. They're probably designers. Probably designers. Um, going through them and being like, Oh, this, this. And it's like, I don't know which belt to choose. And she pulls up two belts 
and and she says they both look they both look so different and Anne Hathaway like laughs because they look similar because they look very similar she says they look almost exactly the same and I'm like Dude, they got like completely different belt, like yeah, buckles. like they're completely different. In You're the more suited department. for this job. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> you would be a great. They're assistant. the same color, yes, but eh. they're different looking. They're different. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she laughs and then she, Helm. You almost said Meryl it. Street. You Meryl almost Street. said why it. Do I, why do I have this? Just say Miranda. That's Miranda. The character's name. All right. All right. Helen Mirren. I don't know why. It's. Uh, mm. I see the Iron Lady in her. Does she play the Iron Lady? No, that Dang was it. also Meryl Streep. They got it. <laughs> Who is Helen Mirren? Is this the same person? Helen Mirren has been in nothing. I don't know who this Helen Mirren is that you're referring to. No, Helen Mirren played the queen. Okay, I was very scared. I honestly thought, what like, queen? I just imagined her completely. It was like, Helen Mirren's not a real person. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? I was scared Helen because Mirren. I couldn't think of any. I was just like, Helen what if Mirren all these times I thought I was watching Helen, Helen Mirren, Mirren and it was Meryl Streep? Helen the Mirren is a character that Meryl Streep has created so she could get more Oscars. <laughs> This, I'm so scared right now. It's all coming out I'm right so now. scared. Okay. I'm so scared. Anyway, she goes to this whole thing about like belts. Hey, you don't care about this, but you know, that shirt you didn't put a lot of effort into choosing, like that started off that color, it was um cerulean blue. She said that color started off in high fashion back like what, 10, 15 years ago or something like that. Yeah. It's and, like a two thousand two collection from a Calvin Klein, maybe? I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. And eventually it's trickled down into like boring clothes that you would buy, basically, yeah. is what she said. From and like it's like the mass produced stores mm-hmm. to like the bargain bin, is what she says. Yeah, and right. she says, like, we make the decisions we make affect stuff that you wear, basically, mm. okay. in the end. Like it's a long, long process, but it gets there. Okay. And fun fact. None of that stuff she says is true. <laughs> really? It's all made up. I was going to I was ask very you. impressed by that. Yeah. I was like, wow. It's an impressive speech, but none of it's true. Uh-huh. How do you know this? Um, I was looking up trivia. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Not because I know that much about fashion. Like, I know stuff. Right, 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 right. Not that deeply. You're very fashion chic. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Your hair is colored interestingly. My hair That's is colored. <laughs> so therefore, fashion chic. Exactly. That's what we're learning so, today. So, so none of that was real at all. None of it's real. Wow. That's very That's impressive. very disappointing. Who wrote that? <laughs> was the writer just like, eh, I should probably throw something like this? Oh no, blue's cool. Who wrote this movie? Well, Do I we think know? I think legally they couldn't like write oh. actual things, so they just made stuff up. That's a good. Point. But they mentioned yeah. like a lot of brands, and they also so. had to. F- I think. One of the other things that they said was, well, mm-hmm. they couldn't like say real collections. One uh, of the I other things true. that they had to factor in was they had to pick a color, but they had to pick a color that worked with the, the backgrounds and like how they were shooting everything. Interesting. And blue was the best tone. That makes sense. It would just yeah. stand out. Okay. All right. So I'm looking up the writer and director right now. I'm very curious. <laughs> Anne Hathaway goes back and rants to her boyfriend and talks about how like she doesn't care, but everyone, the clackers, they say, I'll worship her and they call her the clack not because they talk because they they talk they, they're 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 heels they're heels. Their subtle heels to on the tile make noise clacking mm-hmm. um and I was like this is a really nice scene in the show kind of like how they're just like very everyday people like mm. they're very an everyday couple where he's like I like cooking a lot that's it yeah and she's just like what other interests does Nate have as a person he likes cooking I watched I saw I saw him watch TV at some point I think he just likes cooking a he lot he just likes yeah. cooking yeah. Yeah. well that's, that's all you need sometimes something, I guess um, but at least they showed that they're like you know just hanging out being normal people mm-hmm. um, and she's like I just have to survive a year and then I can do what, what I want to do that's right that's right and the thing is what does she want to do they never did they she wants to be a journalist. Yeah, be a writer, a journalist. But like, oh, okay, she does explain later she wants to write for Vanity Fair and mm. um, 
uh, the New Yorker. The New, New Yorker. Yorker. That's yeah, it. That's right. Um, so because that creep. Have we gotten the creep yet? Can we nope. talk about the creep? He comes in. Later. Oh, he's he's coming. Oh, he's man. coming. He's creeped me the fuck so, out. So <laughs> another so just survive a year montage of stuff being thrown on her desk. Mm-hmm. It's all very demanding stuff. It's just her. She's overwhelmed. She then is like, "Hey, I'm gonna go hang out with my dad now. Bye." And she goes and talks to her dad, and like has a nice dinner because he's flying in from Ohio. Okay. He she skips the bread, so at this point, it's starting to be kind of like uh, like um, you know, the the, the influence to... is coming in now. Right, She's skipping right. bread, even though he says you love bread normally. <laughs> Honey, you love bread. What is what is? <laughs> Don't you want to dine on the free bread? You are changing right in front of my eyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your love of bread. Well, this is when you learn she got she was unless, gonna be unless they're eating at fucking like Red Lobster. There's nobody who loves bread. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what? I love free bread at restaurants. <laughs> free bread part. is one thing, but that, like you don't love a specific kind of bread. Uh, Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you that's, do. That's Mike. not true yeah, at all. Like, there are really good breads out there besides yeah. this red lobster. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We'll move on. So she doesn't eat bread. So she doesn't eat the bread. Which <laughs> character arc? <laughs> it's very important. Starts with not eating bread. <laughs> it always starts that way. It really does. That, like that was in Breaking Bad. He didn't. He started not eating bread with the crusts, and then he became, fucking, he became a fucking. He became fucking king. Drug ping. <laughs> Drug ping. <laughs> I don't, know who people, I don't know who people are, man. Helen Beard is the best. Helen Beard is the best drug king. <laughs> is that like a new app? Where you can like have a ping for where drug deals go. It's, it's Uber. It's like Uber, but for drugs. <laughs> drug ping. Drug ping. Ping your drugs. Okay, so get your ping on. <laughs> All right, so she's gonna be a lawyer. Uh-huh. She wanted. To, she went to uh, law school for a while, but then she dropped out to go to journalism school because you know that's a great way to get that's more money. Definitely. Obviously, she, that means she definitely has a passion. passion. Yeah. 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 Um, and he's worried about her because she's getting crappy pay. She doesn't write anything. She gets. E- he gets emails from her at two in the morning. And about what? I don't know. Just, just like, like from work. From work. Oh, like she's still at work. Okay. She's still at work there. And she's like, it's okay. It's what I want to do. Once I get this done, I'll, I'll reach my dreams. And then immediately she gets a call from her and she gets a call being <laughs> saying, I need you to get my flight going because it was canceled because of a hurricane. <laughs> hurricane? This is a great exactly. scene. So she's standing there and saying, like, you need to get me a flight. And so Anne Hathaway's panicking, trying to get a flight for her. And she calls up. It's like, there are no flights. There's literally a hurricane. She's like, it's just some drizzling. And there's like a whole storm like, there's behind like lightning. her. Lightning okay. and stuff going and like trees being bent. And in the end, she couldn't, she couldn't get the flight. She couldn't get the flight. So she comes back and berates her for it because she missed her twins like recital or some, some sort of like play. I don't know. Her daughter's recital. Okay. I think it was... It was something. It wasn't. It. I don't think it had to do with her kids. I think it was like a, a like a designer event, like a oh. gala of some sort. Okay. Mm, okay. You might she be right. missed. So but she does have twins. That's an important thing. That is an important she thing. She has kids that are twins. Yes. That comes to play her. Yes. So she said, "Like I said to myself, go ahead, take a chance, hire the smart fat girl." <laughs> Ooh. And she says, out of all the assistants I fired, you are the most disappointing. Oh, and then she comes she, back later. And then um, Anne Hathaway leaves, cries to Stanley Tucci. He says, Stop whining. Stop like, your whining. You're just whining. Like, uh, there's tons of people who kill for a job. Sorry you don't get any credit. 
You know, the mag is this magazine is like really important to a lot of people just because it's not your thing. Right. Doesn't mean it's not important mm-hmm. you to know? some people. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, you know, it's very important to some people who may stay up late reading it while like sewing secretly while they're going to soccer practice. And I'm like, oh, so it's like you, you're talking about yourself, how you like sewing and got into the fashion. And he goes history. to talk at soccer practice. Yeah. And has to go to soccer practice. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley well, he doesn't love. actually go to soccer practice. He sneaks away to go to sewing class. Exactly. Oh, so he doesn't do soccer. Nope, no, no soccer for Stanley Tucci. <laughs> soccer Tucci. Soccer Tucci. Soccer Tucci. <laughs> All right, so okay. she says, I just need to know what I can do to like fix this to make her like respect me more. And like, you know. Can I ask a really quick question? Yeah. What does Stanley Tucci do at the magazine? I think he's kind of like assistant creative director. Oh, yeah, okay. I think you're right. Because, I mean, she has complete control. Because he's all over happens. the place. Like he's yeah. at everything. Yeah. yeah. So he, I think he's just kind of like her, his like her right hand man. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she wants to fix it. And the first thing she does is, hey, you could help me. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to. For sure. That Perfect. sounds just like him. Yeah. It's just like Stanley Tucci and Squidward had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Squidward Tucci. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, so, so what does Squidward Tucci say? <laughs> so, wow, which are some claws? Stop blowing bubbles. <laughs> so they go to the, I guess, a bunch of sample clothing that they have. And he's like, none of these are going to fit you. They're all like twos and They're all sample sizes. Sample sizes. Twos and fours. Mm-hmm. Twos and fours. Usually twos. And she's a six. So. Okay. She's dating her cook. Like, you know, she likes food. Well, you know, she might like him for his personality, not because he can make food. I don't think nah. so. Okay. It's never the reason. <laughs> no, have you met Nate? There's no personality. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> he makes a mean grilled cheese. <laughs> he does. He does. There's like $9 of some fancy cheese in there. Yeah, that's right. Jarlsberg. Jarlsberg. That's wow. right. Yeah, it comes back into play. Does it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Man. <laughs> All those details. I'm glad you hear there's a lot of details. There's a whole grilled cheese sex scene later in the film. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's sounds pretty very... disgusting. <laughs> sounds a little cheesy. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I had a grill so, here for that one. <laughs> basically, she gets all stuff, gets all pretty, goes upstairs, and okay. like, Emily Blunt's like, "Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Like, you're wearing those boots? Are like fancy?" And she's like, "Yeah, I am." The Chanel boots. Chanel boots. Whoa. And then there's a montage of her coming to work like all fancy now with different dresses and, Ooh, it's, it's and cool. her hair is all done. And right. I'm also like, okay, how'd she get all these clothes if none of them were supposed to fit her? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe okay. she got them taken out. Oh, taken out? Yeah, tailored. like, what, like tailored. tailored. Like oh. instead of getting things taken in, you can get them taken out. I didn't know what that meant. Yep. Okay, cool. That's so she much. got them whitened. 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 Sorry, just <laughs> bleached everything. <laughs> She's only wearing white now. She just put them in the, the washers. <laughs> like sore. I heard, I heard this will work. All of her dresses have pit stains because <laughs> they're all like bleached white. <laughs> she works so hard. She lifts up her dresses. I don't <laughs> think like, you ever see her wearing white either. No, well, good. White's a terrible thing to wear to work. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you're carrying coffee all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's asking. Yeah, it's asking for a spill. So, um, she talks to her boyfriend and gives a bunch of stuff to all of her friends and is like, check out this cool bag. She's like, wow, this bag is worth like seventeen hundred dollars and like nineteen hundred. Oh, well, okay. No, Sorry. The details. Thank you, the details. I've got all these details. I don't know what How to do with them. How much is the phone worth? They have this fancy phone? It was 1100 Yeah, wow. that sounds about right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, See, this is why I need to do this, because I have all these details. I need to put them somewhere. <laughs> please we'll let me release this into the podcast. Let me give you all of my specifics, please. Okay, that's exactly what we, kind of, what we need in this It's really podcast. impressive for only seeing this movie twice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. So everyone's being like, ah, yeah, look at all this fashion stuff. It's funny. And Charlotte being kind of dicks and her boss calls and they all kind of like grab her phone and like play with it. And they're like, I'll pick it up and answer because she's so mean. And he's also, like, she no. has a sidekick. Yeah, she has a sidekick. Yeah, what? remember those the, phones? The phones? Oh, I think you meant like an actual sidekick. No, no, like a like a, a phone like a monkey sidekick. Or something. <laughs> what, what brand made those? Like uh, Motorola? Might have been Nokia. Is it a Nokia Motorola? Oh, the ones that slip to the yeah. side. I yeah. had one yeah. of those. I Who love those things. That it just it. dates the movie so much. Oh yeah. Though. Well, there's a there's another reference that yeah. dates the movie too. Oh, yeah. MySpace. That I know. <laughs> no, not MySpace. My, my, my MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So, um. Yeah, so she gets a call, and she, of course, has to go into work. Of course. Uh, actually, she doesn't have to go to work. She has to do work and go to this party from some fashion designer yes. who's all suave and is like, ooh, nice bag. Who made it? Oh, I did. Hey. Um, <laughs> is that a real dialogue? Ba- basically. basically oh, it's he, like, starts describing it, like, to the T, and what he's it? like, oh, I wonder what genius described that. And she was like, oh, actually, it was you. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty, kind of douchey. Pretty douchey. So, uh, but then she goes to the bar or whatever, and she's like, "You need a drink because you work with <laughs> um, Meryl Streep." You got it. I almost pretty did close. it. I definitely <laughs> did it. Did it. Um, oh no, is she gonna meet somebody shitty at the bar. Yeah, so oh, she meets this no. writer guy, and she's it's like, "The guy from The Mentalist, right?" Yep. Yeah. Yes. We'll go with that. <laughs> it is. I, I'll believe you. Okay. So, um. <laughs> Jeez. What? So she she called she asked him and she's like, Who are you? And she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm the guy I'm, from the medalist. I'm the guy from the medalist. <laughs> no, apparently he's some writer that she admires a lot. Oh god. That makes yeah. it even more creepy. Well, and she says, like, oh yeah, you should send me some of your work. Like it's good. Like, and she's like, Oh yeah, I really want to write for like the New Yorker and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she, she's just like, he's just like, send me your work. She's like, Oh, I work for Miranda right now. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. No one ever survives that job because you seem like a nice and good person. Like, no one survives that. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> I guess I got to go work th- back to work then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So then they go into a what is this like a fashion judging thing where she basically shows a collection or that same um fashion designer uh-huh. has to present his collection to um Miranda. Yeah. So and then. They, uh, and halfway learns that she just goes through this collection and doesn't say anything and just nods or shakes her head or makes a pouty face or purses her lips. Purses her lips. Yeah, that's mm. the one. Not a pouty face. She doesn't express <laughs> that much. She just <laughs> she has blue steel. What she's do these yeah. things mean? <laughs> that well, uh, the um, what does a pouty face mean? It means it's lips. a terrible. disaster. Oh, yeah. And a shakes her head means nah. And like one nod was it one nod or two nod? I think it's one nod. Okay. One nod is good. Good. It's good. She likes it. And she only smiled like once in 2000 or something like that. This is what I do when I go through like movie posters. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. It's like the nut job to purse my lips. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming out. And I'm very shocked. I, I don't want to watch well, that Well, guess what we're going to watch. No! <laughs> you okay. did it to yourself. No, no. Yeah, every movie we watch, we have to watch the crappy sequel afterwards. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, no. All right. What happened next? So she pursed her lips. Yeah. Does that come back to play later? Because I wrote that down. It seems important. I know. Oh yeah. Well, I don't think so. I mm, think this is great. the only like sequence of her like reviewing. I guess it a gives her collection. character a little bit more. Yeah. Mm. Character stuff. Um. Character. Stuff. So <laughs> technical terms. So she's Very been doing technical. everything right. Like she stepped her game up. She's been doing everything ahead of time, and 
Miranda goes, hey, you can have my key and you're in charge of the book now because that's tech, you're finally get in charge of the book. She goes, oh, okay, the book's a huge thing. And so Ellie Blunt then goes through and says, like, here's all stuff you got to keep track of. You got to, like, bring it with you here with your dry cleaning and you have to go inside and hang the laundry up in inside um, Miranda's house. And you need to hang the laundry up next to the uh, closet across from the stairs and the book on the table with flowers and leave it there. You don't have to be invisible. You can't be seen at all. You just have to do the stuff and leave quietly. Oh my gosh. Very important. Very nerve wracking. Well, she goes there and has trouble with the laundry because there's like a bunch of closets uh-huh. <laughs> across from the stairs. But luckily her twins, her twin uh, daughters are there. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, come play with us. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, put, put the, um, put the laundry in that closet. It's like, okay, well, what do I do with this book? And she's like, oh, you can just bring it upstairs and give it to like, and leave it up there and it'll be fine. How old are the, the daughters? Uh, probably like eight. Yeah. Eight or so. Oh, okay. I imagine them would be like, t- like tiny children. No, 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 I mean, they're like, coherent and able yeah. to <laughs> they're like human so, beings at this yeah. point yeah. Yeah. Okay. they're actual live human beings exactly so she goes upstairs to drop the book off and mm-hmm. obviously you can tell that these kids up to no good oh no so she goes and gets caught ah. by um Miranda her, Miranda and her husband having sex no they're just talking <laughs> oh. come on man don't be gross I don't know no she's just upstairs and she's just she went upstairs and just leaves the book on the ground. She just puts it on the it's ground. It's the most awkward. It's very like, awkward. Sequence she, of movement. Because she like initially she wants to walk away and then she's like, no, I'm going to come back. And then uh, kind of caught. So I just put the book here on the ground. Like on the top of the stairs. On the top by of the stairs. Feet. And then she just walks away. slip off that and fall down the stairs. Well, I'm pretty sure she knows the book's there because everyone's so. just seen her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she comes back and she's, and uh, Ellie Blunt's like, you're going to get fired. Like, this is probably going to get you fired because yeah. you broke the one thing. She trusted you and you messed up. Yeah. On your first try. Um, so instead of getting fired, she gets, she gets called into the office. No, she gets called into the office and says, I need you to get one thing. I need you to get the Harry Potter book from the store for my daughter. Okay. Daughters. Yes. Key point. And then she says, okay, I'll go down to Barnes Home. And she says, no, no, no. They're all caught up. You need the unpublished manuscript for the next one. Oh no! So she gives her basically an impossible task. <laughs> yes. Um, she says we are we're in the publishing industry. We should be able to get a copy of that easily. So just call around. If you don't have it by four, you're fired. Oh shit! So she panics. She calls up. She sends a everyone tweet she knows. Yeah. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> uh, she calls that one guy we met earlier, the the sleazy guy, the sleazy creep. And um, that's his name, right? What's his name? Does he have a name? Oh, she, he announces Christian. It. Christian, Christian something. Christian, Christian like Gray. Thompson or something. Christian, yeah, I think that's accurate. Christian Gray. Christian Gray. Yeah, his interests are singular. Shades of Gray. <laughs> of Harry Potter manuscript. Because he's a creep. <laughs> yeah. he's there a you go. Harry Potter fan. <laughs> so he gets a copy of the manuscript. I'd be in Slytherin. <laughs> after after a long time, he eventually gets the copy of the manuscript. Even after, um, at this point, Anne Hathaway is like said, I'm quitting. I'm just leaving. But yeah. then he calls and is like, I have the manuscript. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll go get it. Okay. Um, so somehow she gets the copy to the twins themselves. Mm-hmm. All bound. So it looks like a regular book too. Oh. And gets it sent to them on a train with their grandma. And I don't know how she did that in an hour because she had an hour to do that. But yeah. I guess. She's magic. She's magic, I guess. <laughs> she is. She is a wizard. She's a- <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle. Exactly. <laughs> so then uh, Miranda has nothing to say. She's speechless, basically. She's like, tries to tries to do things like, oh, it's not sent to her. My daughter, like, you need to get it to her. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, like, I already did all that. She's like, oh, okay. Just okay. turns around quietly, doesn't say anything. No acknowledgement of like, that was impressive. Just, yeah. Okay. 
If I was her, I would have been like, you give two copies, right? One for each twin. That's exactly yeah, what she that's did. What she says. And she did it already. No yeah. shit, yeah. really? She got two exactly. well, she had two copies bound like books, so they looked wow. real. Had them driven to I think wherever they were. Miranda's house before mm-hmm. the twins left. Wow. Um, and then gave Miranda a spare, just yes. like regular manuscript, just in case something I'm happens. Speechless. So was Miranda. Yeah, <laughs> she was. She couldn't say anything. She said, Nope, that's all. <laughs> so Okay, what happened next? Next scene is her back at her house painting like planets and i was like what's diorama a, a diorama yeah for um, the twins for the twins i didn't know that so i was like this is she has a very strange hobby i <laughs> thought so too hobby i was like what is she doing with this diorama well her boyfriend comes in and is like we're i figured we'd celebrate these are expensive strawberries five dollars of strawberry or something like that and i'm yeah. like that is ridiculous um, <laughs> at first i didn't know who he was so i'm like why is this guy just getting her strawberry <laughs> <laughs> and she's like he's like we're celebrating because you quit and she's like well Actually, it's like, wait, if you quit, why are you doing the demo round for the twins? And then yep. that's ended. That's, that's the end that's of it. Your part. So I looked up the writer of the movie. She is also known for writing 27 Dresses. Oh, that movie. Is and We bad. Bought a Zoo. Oh, that movie's all right. Classics. I know, right? Uh, yeah, so she I is, like We Bought a Zoo, you guys. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. He saw We Bought a Zoo in the theater. Wow, that's commitment. She also made the Annie movie that came out recently. Hmm. Oh wow, she's a co-creator of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay, it's like back everything bad I said. <laughs> Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Say, very spotty track record. I was gonna say very good show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. If you haven't seen it, all right. So, uh, goofy guitar music. Hathaway's making a diorama, <laughs> and then they bang. What the cheese? Is this a cheese scene? There was no cheese. I mean, there. I just heard about the strawberries. I didn't know there'd be. <laughs> they use the strawberries because it's a symbol of love. No, they just bang. <laughs> she's starting to take off her clothes because he's like, "I don't like her new clothes." And he goes, "She's like, oh, do you like this?" And it's like a really sexy brazier. And then they just bang. That's the end of that scene. Because why not? Why, why not? not? Next scene. Uh, there's some weird photo shoot in Central Park. Hathaway shows up, and Tucci is there. <laughs> Tucci. And, Tucci, and then Tucci's like, uh, he switched the. Dior with Russia. I don't know what any of these what? There's a there's a lot of jargon. Yeah, there's a lot of fashion industry jargon that was a little Dior hard. With what? Dior, I don't know. DB? Yeah, I don't Russia? know any of these. Raj Rosha? What what is it? Raj Rosia? No. Okay. What is? I have no idea what you're saying. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was it probably some designer. It was probably that. And Hathaway says that her personal life is hanging by a thread, which I didn't get because I just saw them bang like animals. <laughs> so next scene. Clearly, she's doing great. She's doing yeah. fine. Uh, next scene. There's some meaning going on and Streep is really strict. I didn't really pay attention to any of the meaning. Didn't seem to make sense. Then Emily Blunt <laughs> is really sick and it's Nate's birthday tonight. And I were, let's see how she messes or screws this up. Of course. Whose birthday is it? Nate. Oh, okay. The boyfriend. So, um... Uh, Hathaway's about to leave and then she gets a call from Meryl Streep and Meryl Streep says that she uh, is going to a benefit tonight and that she needs uh, Hathaway to go and memorize the guest list because uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Emily. Emily. Emily is so sick. She needs another person there. Okay. So I have two assistants. Exactly. So uh, she has to memorize the whole guest list, like a gigantic amount of, because the thing is Meryl Streep doesn't know the people that she's going to be chilling with. So the assistants are there to tell Meryl Streep who these people are. Okay. So that's the whole reason that Anna Hathaway is there. Keep that in mind. Hmm. So they go to the benefit and um, everyone is really impressed with how good uh, Anna Hathaway looks. And I was like, eh, she looks fine. Like, she, I don't know <laughs> because you didn't see her at the beginning exactly of the movie right. at that point. And so Blunt says, you look really good. And then she tells Blunt that she looks very thin. And Emily Blunt says that she's one stomach flew away from her goal weight. Which mm-hmm. I was like, well, by the end of the sickness, it'll be perfect. <laughs> All right. So um, 
Then what happens? There's some French lady that shows up. She eventually comes into play later. I don't know what the fuck her name is, though. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Do you know anything about this lady? Nope. She's some young. Yeah, she. this is the first time she designer. shows up in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know she was important until later. Anyway, then some guy arrives and he's walking towards Meryl Streep and Blunt doesn't know who it is. And Emily Post starts freaking out and Hathaway steps in. And Baron the Blue Boo house music starts playing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Emily Blunt begs Anne Hathaway for stepping in and helping. And I'm just like, Anne Hathaway is literally just doing her job right now. Like, there's no need to thank her for anything right now. She's That's the whole reason she's here, is to remind them. Anyway. So, yeah. then it's all over. And she's running out of the fashion benefit or whatever. And then the mentalist guy shows up. And he's creepy. So <laughs> creepy. And he asks her to come in and talk because uh, he uh, gave those manuscripts to the guy at the New Yorker. And uh, he really likes those, uh, those uh, you know, writings. And why don't you come in and have a drink, eh? Mm. And she's like, now he's Canadian. Yay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when I, uh, I don't know, Canadian things. Why don't I take you to uh, Tim Hortons? <laughs> Get some Timbits. <laughs> you know, you'll go loony for it. So, uh, but she says that she can't because it's Nate's birthday. Oh, no. So she goes back to the apartment and Nate is very upset and mm. she brought a little cupcake with a candle in it oh. and um but Nate's just upset and he goes to his like goes to the room all quiet and and Hathaway's like can we at least talk about this you look really pretty that's it mm. <laughs> that makes sense because it's like I didn't get that. I was mm. just like, okay, Nate is weird right now. <laughs> like, Nate had like a lobotomy at work today or something. Uh, and defeated Hathaway blows out the candle on the cupcake. Next scene. Did she ha- make a wish? She did. Oh. But um, it's bad luck to blow out the candles on another person's cake. So she. Got well, he never the- really accepted it. That's so. good point. So she just- probably bought it. It's technically hers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever buy cakes that it's not your birthday and you just put candles on them and blow them out? No, but I should. Them. That is the best idea. I think I should get these things. I should do that for now. Just whenever you do something great, whenever. celebrate you. Does like, ruin you know the what? specialness of it, though? Huh? No. no. Ruins the no, 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 no. You're doing it for yourself. Right. You're an adult. Yeah. Treat yourself. <laughs> Next scene. Hathaway is in Streep's house dropping stuff off and she drops off the book and Streep says uh, that she's not going to take Emily Blunt to Paris. I don't know why. So that is a big deal because one of the things I know that Emily Blunt really wants to go to Paris. Yeah, she's been losing weight yeah. for it. She's really excited. Why to to doesn't Paris. she want to take Emily Blunt to Paris? Is it just to see whether or not Anne Hathaway will tell Emily Blunt that she's not going to Paris? Is that all this is, is like manipulative? She items? says it's because she's really sick. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So uh, she's like Anne Hathaway. You need to tell her that she's not going to Paris. So that's it. And, and, or mm. if she doesn't, there's no future, not only at this magazine, but at no other publication because she's got ties or whatever. So next scene, Hathaway uh, is walking down the street, sadly. And this scene is the greatest because she's like walking down the street. It's all morose. And they're playing shitty Baron the Blue House music again. And then the background <laughs> is this guy at a cafe. And he literally just looks into the camera as the camera is like passing by. It was really <laughs> awkward. He like looks and he's just like, oh, and then he goes back to eating food. <laughs> And they're like, that's the take. Yep, that's the one we want. <laughs> the guy is obviously staring into the camera. He just did it every time. <laughs> that was the only one where he didn't like make a weird face. <laughs> He's just like, in the camera. <laughs> so she's sitting around looking at photos. I don't know why she's doing this. And she's not going to bed. Next scene, Emily Blunt is late for work. 
And Meryl Streep tells Hathaway to tell her now that she's not going to Paris. So she calls Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is picking up scarves from Meryl Streep. And she's like running. And I, I wrote, really lame, goofy music is playing. And then Emily Blunt gets hit by a car. Really? <laughs> yeah. She gets hit by a car. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. And Hathaway doesn't need to tell Emily Blunt that she can't go to Paris. Like, you can't go to Paris, Emily Blunt, because your leg is broken. Not yeah. because, you know, they're ruining your dreams or whatever. Nope. She goes to the hospital and tells her that she's not going to Paris as her leg is all wrapped up in a sling. That was kind of shitty for me. My grievance with this scene is how does she have time to be at the hospital when she's got fucking a million things to do? Other things to do, especially when she's only down one assistant. assistant. This scene was great though, just because Emily Blunt is just knocking back food the entire time because she's like, I'm not going to Paris. Fuck it. She just starts eating everything. It was really great. Yeah. Like, it was a really good... And they don't really bring a lot of attention to it either. It was a really no. great character choice by Emily Blunt. I really like that part. So, uh, and Emily Blunt's really angry at her. Doesn't matter. Next scene, <laughs> Anne Hathaway's on an art show of Lily's. And her friend uh, starts... Oh, yeah. So Lily's like, by the way, you should... When you're walking through my art show, you should go from back to front. Because I designed it that way. I'm like, why would you design it that way? Why wouldn't you design it from front to back? Well, like my... how everyone's going through the fucking building, you idiot. Well, this is uh, this is fashion, Mike. Uh, no, this is not fashion. This is photographs. She's a photographer. Oh. She works at a gallery. Yeah. Oh, that is weird then. Yeah, right? Never mind. So Hathaway's looking at photos, uh, and then the mentalist shows up. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't they come? Why isn't he here? Uh, and then uh, I wrote down, this guy is such a creep, and he kisses her cheek. And then Anne Hathaway is like, Ooh. And then uh, <laughs> Lily sees all this. She's fucking angry. She's pissed. She even looks at what I thought was her boyfriend, but it could just been some random guy and goes, yeah, can you believe <laughs> what she did just now? And Anna Hathaway uh, is like, like, she's like, I don't even know who you are anymore. And Hathaway to Lily, or Lily says that to Anna Hathaway. And then Nate shows up. I don't know where he's been this whole time. And Anna Hathaway gets a fight with Nate. And basically he says that she's changed and Nate feels like they don't have anything in common anymore. And so Anne Hathaway used to love my grilled cheese. You love, yeah. Now you just wear pretty dresses all the time. You change so much for the worse. Uh, and so they choose to take a break, and they and she goes to Paris. And so Paris is introduced by you two <laughs> playing City of Blinding Lights <laughs> as as we fly around different parts of Paris. All right. And every shot in the background, there's uh, the fucking uh 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 what's, what's Eiffel Tower? Eiffel Tower, even where. I've uh, been to the, Paris, the ladies and gentlemen. There's no way that you can see the Eiffel Tower from certain parts of Paris. <laughs> yeah, that they were at. Yeah, it's true. Um, and now they're at the runway. I just wrote down they're at a runway now. Whatever. Mandela says <laughs> Hathaway owes him for Harry Potter. Mm. I really hate this douche. Uh, and then, um, and then he figures out that she's not with her boyfriend anymore, and he gets really creepy. He's like, "Oh, we should go out and." You know, and then he starts speaking French like a weirdo, and he's like, "Oh, we should go out and <laughs> go eat." Weirdo. Oh, I hated it so much. And then Hathaway goes to a room and it realized it was Streep's room, and Streep's really upset about something. And we realized because she's getting a divorce from her husband, Stephen. <sighs> Another divorce. Can you believe it? And then we see Anne Hathaway putting on makeup, and then we cut to before uh, she was pre uh, Princess Diary, and now she's changed. And then Tucci's coming in, and I guess he's leaving runway for another job. I didn't really understand what this was. Yeah. So he gets offered, I think it's like the creative director position for the designer that we see earlier. Right. Mm. Um, in the scene where you like learn about Meryl Streep's facial expressions. Ah, there we go. That makes sense. Okay. There we go. Um, okay. Okay. Well, there's also the party she went to too. So. Yeah. 
And so, and he had like designed the dress for Miranda for, uh, I'm assuming an event in Paris. They don't really, they probably say, but I missed it. Yeah. Um, So so he got that job now. Yeah. So he's like, um, what is his name? The the designer. I don't even remember. It was, um, I remember it was like Steve Holt because that's the name of the guy from. I think it's Jonathan Holt. Jonathan, John Holt. Yeah. Um, John Holt. So he's, he's expanding his brand and so he needs somebody else to come on. So he offered Nigel Stanley Tucci's character. Right, right, right. right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, so. Oh, fuck. My notes went all the way to the beginning. Uh, so Stucci's leaving runway for another job and Anne Hathaway's so proud of him. Next scene, Anne Hathaway's out on a date with it. Am I missing anything, by the way? Because I'm skipping through this movie like crazy. I feel like I'm not missing a lot. Um, probably there's an important part where she's talking to her about her divorce. And it's more so like, yeah, it's really emotional because she's like, I don't care what they write about me. I care what my kids read about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she's also like she's emotional to an extent. Yes. But she's after. Basically every like emotional moment, she goes back to business. Yeah, it's like, really she's cool. She's very like, this is a thing that I'm upset about, but we have to do this and this and this. Because Anne Hathaway's like, well, can we just, I can just, you know, like delay tomorrow. Like we don't have to go to the dinner. And she goes, why? Like yeah. she doesn't understand what's wrong with mm-hmm. doing business first. So Anne Hathaway's on the day with the creep and uh, they walk around Paris. Oh yeah, there's this part, which is kind of fun, where the mentalist is like, well, you're actually like, like Miranda. And, uh. And uh, and Hathaway's like, well, yeah, if she was a man, then people would like her. But she's a woman. So people think she's a horrible yeah. person. That's right. So they're walking around Paris. And I wrote down, they walk around Paris and they're lost. I hope they get mugged and the mentalist is stabbed. <laughs> but they don't get mugged and they don't get stabbed. They kiss instead. And she keeps this <laughs> part. This is the part that freaked me out the most, Mia and Ethan. Both she, of us. She keeps saying no. Yes. Okay. And yeah. she is drunk. Yes. Okay. And he keeps uh, doing it yes. like a creep. Yes. So when we were watching this the other night, yes. that was exactly my my point. And I like made a noise and Andy's like, what? And I was like, she said no. She said no like three times. Yeah. And she even brings up the fact that her her her, uh, her judgment is off yep. because she's drunk. Yep. She says that again and again. And then she's like, I'm out of excuses. And then they just kiss and then they fuck. Yep. That's fucked up. You're a creep, mentalist man. I don't yep. like you very much, Christian. Go back. Go back to Hollywood. Go see in the funny papers. So next day, <laughs> she wakes up. They've clearly fucked. And um, then she's late or something. She's like, oh, my God. Uh. But then she finds a mock-up of the new runway magazine. And they plan on replacing Meryl Streep with somebody younger, somebody cheaper. That one lady. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. <laughs> and this is the first she's heard of this. And she's all hearing this from the mentalist guy. And the mentalist guy's like, yeah, we're getting rid of Meryl Streep. And I'm going to work there. And Jacqueline's going to work there. It's going to be great. And she's like, no, this can't happen. And so she runs up. And she calls Meryl Streep. And then Meryl Streep just hangs up. And then she goes to Meryl Streep's room. And then Meryl Streep just shuts the door on her. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, Meryl Streep. And then finally, Anne Hathaway tells Meryl Streep, like, while she's going into the meeting or to the, the big presentation where they're going to fire her, essentially. And Meryl Streep just ignores it, basically. And um, she, no, she doesn't even ignore it. She's just like, can we smell something that I said you shouldn't get? Like some kind Freesias. of. Free, are they flowers? Mm-hmm. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she goes in and she goes up onto the stage and announces that uh, <laughs> she yeah. announces that uh, the new position at John Holt's place that originally was going to go to Stanley Tucci mm-hmm. is going to go to her very best friend, Jacqueline. <laughs> 
who she actually um, hates. She has we learned that earlier. She has manipulated. And th- I wrote down, it's like a weird fucking heist movie all of a sudden because <laughs> it starts cutting back to earlier scenes that had like at once you're like, oh, those are just silly, goofy scenes. But really, they're like, it's all about how um, Miranda has manipulated everybody to get what she wants. She's gotten Jacqueline the job at John Holt and fucked over Stanley Tucci so that she could keep her job at runway this whole time. That's what's been going on. And you could see in Tucci's eyes, he's so hurt. And, um, and you know, he's like, you know, don't worry. Like I'll get, I'll get there one day. I'll get what I need one day. And then Anne Hathaway's like, do you really believe that? He's like, no, so sad. So sad. Dang. So, uh, uh, Meryl Streep and, uh, and, and Hathaway are, are in the, uh, like a thing together. Uh, they're in the uh, limo together. Car, yeah. Uh, they're in the thing, <laughs> the you know, the thing, the wheels thing. and driver. Uh, so they're in the car, and uh, Miranda is like, "Look, you would have done the same thing. You remind me of a younger me." And and I was like, I'm n- "I would never done that. There's no way I would have done that." She goes, "You did with Emily. Like she was crushed when you took this over her." And she's like, "I didn't have a choice." She goes, "You never have a choice in this in this, in this job." Well, wait, but she didn't have a choice. And she kind of confirms, like, you did have a choice. Yeah. You, you chose. Well, no, she's like, you instead. chose this job. You, you chose this job over her friendship. And that's what the future mm, is going to be. True. Okay. Like, that's that's essentially what Miranda just did. She chose a job at this at this magazine over her friendship with Stanley Tucci. That's a good point. That's exactly what happened. And so, yes, they're very similar. So they get to another fashion show or whatever the fuck. And um, Miranda gets out and goes into the show. But then Anne Hathaway just gets out the other side of the door. The car just walks off, and then she gets a call, a call from Meryl Streep, and she just throws the phone away into a into a um uh, a, a, a fountain. fountain. And I'm just like, how are you gonna get home? <laughs> like, is it? It was 2006. It, no one needed their phones. Yeah, that phones are just yet. okay. Like you just have them for you're, calling. But you're like, how is she like financially? How is she gonna get home? I mean, she sure probably she already, already has, has a, ticket, has a plane so. ticket. Yeah, I guess, yeah, she it. didn't just have a one way. I'm an idiot. I feel like everything was probably already paid. It's gonna for be her. a really awkward flight home, though. Like with all the people that you're not working with anymore. Real true. That's I was true. thinking that too. Yeah. So she's back in America, and she's sitting in a place, and Nate uh, shows up, and he's like, oh, "I've got 20 minutes. I gotta get him a job." And then Anne Hathaway <laughs> apologizes to him, and Nate says that he went to Boston, and he's gonna be a sous chef there. And she's like, oh, that's great, you know? And then they get back together again, basically. They're like, let's give this another shot. Wait, how are they going to make it work? Is she going to move to Boston? I guess that one. Where is she going to fucking work? I guess that's a good point. She doesn't have a job. So So that's the thing. It's the very next scene. She's at a job interview. The boss says that he got a fax from Meryl Streep saying that Hathaway is uh, Meryl Streep's biggest disappointment. And if he doesn't hire her, he's an idiot. Aww... Okay. So he has to hire her. Or he's an idiot, and nobody wants to be an idiot. That's true. So Hathaway gives uh, Emily Blunt her clothes from Paris. And this part is really great. Emily Blunt's in crutches. (laughs) (laughs) She's still working. Uh, And she's there's a new uh, assistant there. And she's like, you've got bigger, you've got big shoes to fill, little lady. And when, because Andy calls her to like offer her the clothes. Like, I have all these clothes from Paris, but I don't have any place to wear them. I was wondering if you'd take them off my hands. And she's like, well... I guess I'll have to get them taken in. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're, I'm going to drown in them. So she's <laughs> okay. still snarky about it, but she's like, I gotta you say, can tell she's I didn't pick up on it. that. I thought she was like, I'm going to drown in how many clothes you're getting. No. <laughs> Not that these clothes Size are going to be too, too big, big for me. I'm huh. an idiot. And then uh, she, for some reason, calls Emily Blunt while standing in front of the building that she's working in. And then she sees Meryl Streep getting out of the building. And they look at each other. And then Meryl Streep gets in the car and then Meryl Streep like smiles proudly 
uh, with nobody looking. And then she goes to the driver and she's like, hey, drive, get me out of here. And then they drive. And then um, Anne Hathaway walks into the public and disappears. The public. The public. And she disappears. I love that magazine. And um, yeah. And it, and yeah. And then the cops show up and they're like, where was she? Because she was really Kaiser Soze the whole time. <laughs> and that is uh, the end of the Devil Wars Prime. Wait, so did she get a job? I guess. Okay. Where she, where she where was she implying applying for? No idea. Okay. It looked really busy where they were though. Yeah, it was a like newspaper. Real journalism. Yeah, yeah it was exactly. a newspaper of some sort. So and she probably like, doesn't have a job now then. So yeah. Oh, but to be fair, it sounds like she could get a job anywhere she wants because uh, you know Meryl Streep's just gonna fax him and be like, "Fucking fire her! You're an idiot!" Or hire her! You're an idiot! <laughs> fire her! You're hire an idiot. her! Hire her! Fire! Her. <laughs> But yeah, so that was the movie. Uh, since I watched the last half, I didn't like it very much. <laughs> yeah, the, the first half is definitely the better part. Yeah, the first half is pretty need, good. You need the first half. Yeah, for you the need half. like it sounded like a lot of that stuff was built on. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the second half at the beginning felt like like fa- like it was like a fantasy come true. She's going to Paris. She's having sex with some creepo. Like, <laughs> yep, that's everybody's fantasy. fantasy. Yep. But he was a very charming creep, um, <laughs> like a Christian Grey. Um, yeah, but it, it, I felt like the very end was just very like, ooh, yeah, cool. Everything worked out. Yeah, everything worked out for you, and then it was just not what you wanted. Yeah, so I feel like this film it. didn't have a lot to say, really. Like, I, what I was the, like me- the what, what do you think the message of the film is? Work hard, and or, maybe you will uh, cut be a cutthroat bitch that nobody likes. Maybe. Yep. That's what. That's yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Mia, no, what do you no, think no. This movie um, is so this movie is actually based on a book. It is. And the book was written by I think her name's Laura Weisberger. Mm-hmm. Um, and she. It's alleged that this is loosely based on Vogue and Anna Wintour. Okay. Mm. Who's editor in chief of Vogue? Mm-hmm. Um, and the author of the book actually worked for Anna Wintour. Oh. So it's kind. So it's kind of like a weird autobiographical. Um. Hmm. Allegedly, mm. that I don't think that's ever been don't confirmed. Sue us. Don't sue us. But um, yeah, so I'm sure a lot of it is just like these are dramatized versions of what happened to me when I worked there. I see. I see. And sh- and I guess she would be Andy in this situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. So. But what is the meaning behind it all? Is it just like uh, that or is it just like, you know, women, if they work too hard, they're seen as, you know, bitches and horrible people. And because that is definitely like one string. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, I think as far as where Miranda is concerned, it's a lot of, um, the industry is very cutthroat. Right. And I mean, I, I, I myself work in a branch of fashion, fashion retail. That's right. So I kind of like, I can kind of understand it. Cause I, I mean, like I feel similar to Andy where it's like, you have to be like a size zero. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you're not, you're the fat girl in the room. Right. But, um, and then, but it's also a very cutthroat industry in that respect and just it's competitive. Right, right. Um, and with fashion, like I'm referencing Project Runway right now and That's I'm a fine. little upset about that. But <laughs> it's like it's like with fashion, it's like at one moment, like what you have could be like the biggest thing and then a second later it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's like no longer like hmm. in, in trend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I think f- as far as Miranda goes, it's like she has to fight for what she has, probably primarily because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, also because she's in the fashion. Yes, industry. and yeah. and she's a woman in the fashion industry, which I feel like women have a little more power in the fashion industry just because of the nature of that industry. Right, but it's still on the business end of it, Absolutely. which is more male dominated. And that's another interesting thing too: is they also say they're going to replace her with a younger 
girl as well. Yeah. Like age yeah. is definitely a factor in yeah. this situation as well. Yeah. For Miranda. Yeah. I guess that's also like, so then the arc for Andy though, is like, she goes from being like a person that wants to be a journalist into this world of fashion. She's like in it. And then she gets out of it again. Yeah. Is it just that she realizes like it, 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 it clearly isn't like she realizes it's way too hard for me. It's more just like, she doesn't want to be like Miranda is. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's not what she planned to do. Mm -hmm. And I can also relate to that in that respect. Like I was a journalism major and kind of fell into a fashion job and that's kind of where I've ended up. Right. right it's right. not like, my ultimate goal. Right. So I can understand like, this is just a job she needed to pay the bills. Yeah. Right. And it ended up taking up her entire life because of what the job was. Right. Exactly. Um, but she had to, I think she had to go through that to realize like she really wanted to pursue what she was doing mm -hmm. or what she had set out to do in the first place. It's also a great place to like cut your teeth where it's yeah. like, like yeah. I can be like, I can work really hard yeah. and I can, I can, yeah. And it's, through. I mean, in like reality, like, if I were to go and work for Anna Wintour at Vogue, mm -hmm. I could probably get any job in journalism that I wanted. Exactly. Because that's a that's a very prestigious position. Right. Like anybody who could do that is going to be impressive on paper. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think that's kind of Andy's arc, I guess. Okay. Um, but then kind of going back to Miranda, I think it also is trying to show that even though somebody can be, you know, like face to face the way that Miranda is like you see her on a surface level and mm -hmm. she's really like scary and yeah, like put together. Exactly. Cold. Yeah. But you learn, you know, throughout the course of the movie, she actually has layers. Like she actually has mm -hmm. like an onion. emotions. Yeah. She's an ogre. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she has depth to her and there's a reason that she is the way that she is. Mm -hmm. And she does have to fight for everything that she has. Like she has to fight for her marriage. She has to fight to like make sure her children are happy. She has to fight for her position and kind of and screw people over along the way, which isn't saying that that's a good thing, but it's kind of the way she has to keep her head above water. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I noticed was that kind of how she dismissed an industry completely, like, and was just like, ah, this is all silly stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a thing where it's like, oh, just because you're not into it doesn't mean it's important. Like, I, even though that that scene was fake, like it did imply, like, oh, well, you don't understand, like the, the impact on this, yeah. like the yeah. trickle down effect. You know, yeah. you know, people can say like, oh, movies are useless, but yeah, but they also impact a lot of cultural things and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, they're just mindless entertainment when they're actually a little mm -hmm. bit more than that. Right. And that was also interesting because her um, boyfriend was really into cooking. cooking. It seemed mm -hmm. like that was his passion, and it was very interesting where he was like, I don't care about your thing, but. Maybe I do My a thing bit. is really cool. My thing yeah. is really cool. So yeah. I don't know, that's an interesting part of that movie too. It is interesting. But I, I, I like this movie, I think, a lot better than you did. I think so, but I only saw the last half. That's true. That's unfair. Which is it's it's very like wish fulfillment kind mm -hmm. of a film. Yeah, it is, where it's like you suffer through the beginning and then it's like Yeah. Yeah, I think I would have liked the first half a lot better. Um and then one other thing I found really interesting is they call her Andy throughout the film, mm -hmm. which is a kind of a male name. You're mm -hmm. dating a, a boy named Andy right this now. This is true. Uh, but then as, at the end of the movie, as she becomes more feminine, they call her an, an, Andrea. 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 Which is how she pronounces or how she introduces herself. But yeah. she says, but everybody calls, calls me, me Andy. Andy. Yeah. I think I think that was a really interesting thing as well, because she starts as this tomboy. Well, at first, they don't even get her name right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's a that's an actual important part of the movie is she keeps calling her Emily. Mm -hmm. And they're like, she means you, right? Right. To Andy, yeah. Even because she's her not, gonna, she's Emily. not going to bother to learn her name. Yeah. But then at a certain point in the movie, like after she's completed so many of the, these impossible tasks, then she calls her Andrea. Wow. So it's like that's a moment where it's like, oh, sure, I'm being respect. respected and I'm being recognized for the things that I'm doing. Exactly. That's interesting. It just takes forever. Yeah, it, it just takes a really long time. Yep. 
But you were saying. That, no, I just found that really interesting. This idea of like how she goes from like a tomboy whose name is Andy to like Andrea and like this, you know, this. Yeah. It, it's just an interesting transformation. As well. Yeah. I found it really fascinating. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I think you need to watch the whole I, movie. I think, you know what? <laughs> That's something I learned time and again on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't just be watching the last half of the film. Then I can't appreciate it. Yep. Um, the flaw of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. if there is one. And you know what? After all the episodes that we've been on, which by the way, you can go to our iTunes and stream Google Music and listen to all of them. <laughs> and on our website. And our website on uh, com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And uh, well, also while you're on uh, iTunes and all those other places, leave a five-star rating review. We will read it on the show no matter what it is. No matter if it is... I don't know something that's uh, you know talking down to us and being talking like, about cerulean blue. Yeah, <laughs> assigning you impossible tasks. Exactly. Yeah. Oh God, if they assign us some impossible tasks, like you know, don't be offensive on the podcast, or, <laughs> 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 or learn from your mistakes and watch the whole fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Mia, for coming back onto the show. Yes, no thank problem. you, and teaching us so much about the fashion industry and um, the meanings of this movie. Yeah, and all those, themes. all those, uh, how much those handbags cost. Yes, and stuff. It's very Freaking important. Expensive. That's very expensive. But yeah, thank you so much for coming back on the yeah, show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hopefully, you can have you back on again. And there's another movie you wanted us to watch. Yeah, very excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that'll have to be next time. Everybody, thanks for tuning into the other half podcast. Uh, yeah, why don't you take us out? Good night, everybody.